It's like living with a six-year-old. I still go on play dates. I just call them play dates so I can go out with Eric and Paul and Adam. <laughs> you sound like his mom. You like sports too. You guys would be such good friends. I'll do all the technical aspects. Adam will be the face. Paul will be the muscle. And then Eric will be oh, the sales guy. We're screwed from the muscle. <laughs> Paul will be muscle and the troubadour. I handed a jar to my son to open the other day, so we're in bad shape. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Four Fathers Podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and other F-words. Welcome to the Forefathers Podcast. I'm Fife. I'm Adam. And I'm Eric. And this is a podcast about faith, family, friendship, and other F words like favorite heroes. Uh, tonight, we, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite superheroes growing up um, and also what our favorite superpower is. Because, you know, what kid didn't think about their favorite superhero, their fa- favorite superpower? Like, we all you kids. What, what was that, Eric? What adult? What adult? <laughs> Still well, doesn't. fair enough. Fair enough. And there are days when I wish I could be the superhero that I always wanted to be. But yeah. Um, so I guess I'll open it up. What do you guys think? What's your favorite superhero from growing up or from now even? I mean, we've had a whole resurgence of superheroes over the last couple, last five, seven years with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all the DC stuff coming out. But, you know, when you guys think back to childhood, when you guys think back over your life, who is your favorite superhero? Yeah, see, interesting. I can take it two two ways. But, you know, we we can do a fictional superhero, which you know, um, any Marvel character for me would pretty much fit the bill. But then I'm thinking like superhero when I was a kid. I grew up on um, the A Team and uh, Mork and Mindy and all of those shows. And the one superhero that kind of sticks out in my mind was a Six Million Dollar Man one of those shows that just was like, oh man, having that type of superpower or super human strength, even though he was full machine and man combination, it wasn't so far-fetched that I had to have a cape and wear tights. It was enough that, you know, he was uh, intelligent and uh, debonair man and, you know, was great with the ladies, but at the same time was, you know, out kicking uh, butt and taking names. Yeah. He was actually kind of an interesting character. I kind of, I, I enjoyed watching that show too. And the thing I loved about it is he was just a normal guy that became a superhero. And it wasn't because some miraculous thing happened. He didn't get bit by a radioactive spider, blah, blah, blah. Like none of that strange stuff happened. He just, he got wrecked. And in order to fix him, they had to basically make him a cyborg. And I just, it gave me hope. Well, (laughs) You know, I mean, the the tagline was always, we have the technology. Well, if you had the technology, why didn't you build anybody up before then? Why did you have to wait till then? And what, what is just, like, guys, we have this technology. It's been sitting, collecting dust on the shelf over here. I guess we should use it. <laughs> well, you know, the government takes a little while to roll That's that right, stuff yeah, out. You know? exactly. <laughs> well, and they're very selective about who they give it to. Right. 
<laughs> right, true. It's this guy who obviously just like happened to be the one they drew out of a hat. But just the, just his name alone like dictated the masculine man, Lee Majors. Come on, if you look in today's day and time, you'd be like, what a wuss. <laughs> Lee Majors, indescript and so non-like masculine. Back in those times, it's like, oh man, the guy that I would dress up my full-size G.I. Joe to look like. Well, that was his actual name. His name in the series was Steve Austin. No, it was not, was it? It really was. I'm looking at, yeah, I had to Wikipedia. I'm not as familiar with with the $6 million man, which I can't decide if at the time, is that on the low side? Is that on the high side? Oh, <laughs> by like, inflation, yep. it's a $6 billion man. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you got to remember, they called him Colonel. Like he had, like, so he must have been like, oh, well, the, you're the guy who's dying as a military yeah. person. So we're just going to reuse your body for the military. <laughs> you know, that's probably why they picked him versus some lame duck on the side of the road that got into an auto accident. Right. Uh, because he was driving drunk or something like that, but that would totally change that whole entire you know series if they picked some you know grade A you know yeah. B person. And it is- <laughs> well, right, they picked the guy that could follow orders, right? Right. Yeah. True. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's a pre. It's a prequel to um. Uh, what's the one with um. Uh, James, uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, of like yeah. Jason right, Bourne right. without the intent, like thinking for his own, you know, yeah. common sense of you know how the military's warped his mind and took his body away. Well, and yeah. So isn't that, was- isn't that like a a commentary on the difference of the eras? Like the six, the six million dollar man, like the hero was the guy who followed the orders, did the good stuff, and did it the way he was asked to do it, and then the Bourne identity is about the guy who thinks for himself, defies the the powers that be and saves the day by not trusting the people that are supposed to be there to protect you, but they, but they aren't right. Like it's that whole, that's like a commentary on culture. That's like a don't trust authority conversation. Right. <laughs> I was going to say it's, it, it, it starkly contrasted the other show that aired shortly after that one, which was the real American superhero, the guy oh, the who ran around. I love that show. Only oh, but you listen to that whole thing too. Only because <laughs> you're like, yeah. For, well, first of all, the, the music was great, so that's probably probably why I like that. But that. I um, it I, it probably felt closer to me. Like this could actually happen. He just right. found like he's he's really yeah. he's really like uncoordinated. And I'm like, yep, yep, same. Check, take that box. And he just finds a a superhero suit somewhere. I'm like, uh, that's all I got to do. That's it. it. That that's came okay. from the aliens. Yeah, that came from the aliens. Yeah, it's okay. That's more that 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 could happen. The six million dollars thing where I like get in a crash, not could happen. That's, could not that's happen. When they start See, arresting you. That's right. I'm aliens. a little worried, Paul. Just alone on that concept and premise of like hey i find a super suit in a box with no instructions you as you are really going to take that out and put it on i'm like no i'm like dude push this away i don't want this on my body <laughs> oh no i would I'm definitely sorry. put that on there's no doubt at all <laughs> yeah yeah okay i would well, be stretching definitely... that out over my entire <laughs> yeah, body, body. <laughs> sorry the aliens is an alien small <laughs> the alien to be like um do we have any other sizes guys can we bring do we bring a uh, that's awesome and five what a commentary to say that the tech guy chooses a six million dollar man like the of guy course, that's so into tech is like that's what i that's what i want so if we could just it, like apparently we just need to find a way to like inject the uh you know your iphone somewhere <laughs> or like <laughs> make hey, it all part of you make it all wearable technology 
To be fair, where have I heard that someone's already injecting things yeah, in their arm right. now? So like, we're already there. Right. Eric only <laughs> picked that guy because he can tap into the camera in his eyeball. So he can watch everything he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I totally forgot about all those, like, you know, things. <laughs> so, like, inspect a gadget, basically. <laughs> right. But that didn't come out until, like, what, the ni- late 90s? Yeah. Oh, with, no, no, um, no. The first one was out in the late Dark 80s, Dark. early 90s. Yeah. I used to oh, watch that, that cartoon, up. though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the cartoon, cartoon yeah, was but what cartoon... it was better. Right, right. Oh, granted, the cartoon was awesome, but that was, like, cartoons falling in the Hanna-Barbera realm and whatnot. So that was, like, our Sunday morning yeah. kind of you know environment but like when they finally made inspector gadget look like a real human even though it was all ai and you know roger rabbit like um it's still even i thought yeah. Matt, matthew broderick was a bad choice but you know hey you know <laughs> well, we can debate those merits later cool. yeah so yeah that's that's kind of my superhero guy frame of reference that i kind of go from but you know I, I, we could you know talk about marvel heroes and i could give you my pros and cons on who i, I'd, I think you know, that one's fine i mean you know, you got to pick the one that means the most to you. It doesn't have to be Marvel. It doesn't have to be DC. It can be somebody that you saw on TV as well. Right? It could be a totally red herring out of the left field. It could be of, the six million dollar know. man. I mean, what a random pick! But that's all right. We're good. Yeah. Hey, it, it could be Rad. Maybe the guy in Rad. <laughs> Touche, my friend. That was right on the mark. There is thunder in your heart. <laughs> Wow. I, I'm not surprised Adam doesn't have those wow. programmed yet. <laughs> How about you other guys? What are your favorite superheroes? Uh, Adam. Yeah, Adam, you want to go? or I'll go. Go ahead, Adam. Adam. So, so uh, non, non-superhero related hero, I would say MacGyver oh. would, be, would be my wow. Because okay. I can take up... I could take a, a a jelly bean and a thumbtack and make an airplane. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> seriously, get out, of, get out of any trouble I need to. So, and then if, you definitely uh, want him as a friend. Oh my oh, god, yeah, totally. My gosh, yeah. I go out. I go out to like the most extreme areas. How are we getting out of this one? I want to see. I want to see. This <laughs> is like right. Hey, we're just you know where are we going? We're going in the middle of the woods. I, throw, the key, throw the keys away. What are we gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Who's the the latest show? It's a Dale Burns or whoever the guy is, like the tribalist. You know, it sounds yeah. sort of like that, but mm-hmm. like on steroids. Yeah. yeah, and then and then if I if I'm going like like iconic superhero, I do have to go. With I mean, I had everything. I had kryptonite when I was younger. I had it stored in my. I couldn't go to sleep with it. Sadly, Superman's intro drowned you out That's there. Right. That's right. <laughs> Just want people to absorb it and feel it. No, uh, yeah, I had everything. Superman, I was a Superman fiend. Of course, now you look uh, back granted, at it today, and like it's kind of a cheap superhero. It's like there's no aside from Kryptonite and and his his love for human people. There's not really too many flaws that are like gonna kill him. Though though the comics. Have killed him off like four times, right? I don't know. Yeah, but he keeps coming back stronger and stronger and in more sexier outfits. Yeah, so, uh, uh, why are you checking out his outfits, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have you seen like like? Okay, so, so what do we have? To, like, I know what out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. If you watch the original Superman, the original Superman was in a like a blue tight, you know, his cape was super long no, and he wasn't no. like he had the gloves that had like the vented, you know, kind of like 
you know, so he looked very like cartoon like. And then by the time you get to like the latest Superman, where it's Superman versus Batman, he's like got like this, you know, armor plated, like bulging chest, you know, outfit. I mean, it's like just look at the comparisons. And I know they're trying to like match it up to like, you know, being like dark and, you know, evil. And but yeah, like exactly. Like he's wearing the underpants of uh, the 1970s, 1980s. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Lord help us. But yeah, oh my gosh. I don't have them but now. It, <laughs> We're okay. He, thank God. <laughs> now it's just that it would be a thong right now. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean that's a perfect example. Adam just showed like the old 1970s uh, version of the Superman uh costume outfit, but you know, you look at it today's Superman, he's more, you know, masculine and strong and dark and and whatnot so that, that that was where i was getting with the sexy side of it because it kind of you know parallel so dark and masculine okay. is sexy to you is that is that what you're saying is that what you're saying? to some women i don't know i i try it in you know in my household it doesn't work well i get <laughs> but you know hey you gotta try it once i can give you a set of tights eric you can you can see if they work <laughs> I don't know whether I'd be more disturbed with the fact that you can let me borrow a set of tights or that you didn't recommend me going out and buying my own. Well, you know, wash them. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. I'll watch yeah, before true. I send them over. Just wash them before you send them back. Dude. <laughs> this has just gone off the rails in the wrong way. So wholesome that superheroes used to be, we've basically destroyed all of that and more. Well, to your point, DC definitely is uh, going more dark and, uh, you know, trying to find a tougher, rougher superhero when, um, I don't know, I, I don't think that that's, I don't know that, that you know, that's to me, that, and and I, I uh, you know, Superman is my guy too. Like, I mean, Adam, this is probably one of the reasons we connect is because, Man, it just <coughs> like wearing excuse me, like it's it's just all about Superman. The Christopher Reeve movies, like um mm. amazing. Mm. There's just something about, you know, he's he's Clark Kent is walking around, he's in his, you know, glasses and his overcoat. That's all I have to say. She's just dumb That's... if she can't make the one on one connection. <laughs> well, to be fair, it wasn't just her, it was the entire that guy kind of looks like like they just you know i don't know yeah it was yeah, all kind of uh, yeah how long can you carry around that facade i guess is the whole problem and then you move you're you stay in the city most of your life and move to a rural or you come from a rural town go to the city and then move back to a rural town it's like yeah you know you just lost any credibility at that point because you, I, you, yeah dude. <laughs> leave all your people you know, back in in Metropolis to suffer under the 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 guise of whatever you know, you know, enemy he was defeating. Yeah. Although my biggest complaint with Superman was the Kryptonite stuff. I just couldn't get the idea that he he came from a place that blew up and destroyed, which all the Kryptonite should have gone with it. Why it continued on, and he continued to um, have a uh, place that you know. It continued to bother him. Made you know, I yeah, made my the part where he bit. got powerful by just being in our sun didn't bother you, but the fact that they could manufacture a rock <laughs> that could make him weak <laughs> could... bothered you. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm not exactly, sure I get right. it, dude. 
<laughs> my point right there. It's like I, you know, the, the parallels just, you know, are, are too tough for me to, you know, grasp. And if you didn't, I mean, you know, up. we're gonna go with the story. If it's like, yeah, hey, here's this guy. What are his weaknesses? Yeah, none. There's zero, zero weaknesses. Like, you gotta have something. You gotta have some kind of like, you know, yeah, he, I don't know, <laughs> he can't eat broccoli well, or like, something. I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah. gotta be something. <laughs> Yes, a struggle reading the illiteracy. Is a- <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you only know one letter. It's the S. <laughs> it's the S, Seriously. right? Yeah, but I just and, uh, like the like his the the purity, the innocence, the you know you know it's just kind of mild mannered, and then he just you know would start to pull up with a jacket, you know, like oh it's in trouble, like hey, somebody's getting whacked now. It's just oh it's the great it's the greatest, and there's this point in I forget which movie. I think this is it's the second one where. Um, he loses his uh, all of his abilities um, for Lois because mm-hmm. he wants to, you know, be with her. And then, um, the of one? course, what is it? The second one? Yeah, it it might be. And then, like, of course, that's when like all the bad guys show up. And so, like, you know, um, at one point, he actually gets beat up by this like common everyday Joe in a diner. And then when he doesn't have his powers, and then when he gets his powers back, that same guy picks on him. And it's like my favorite thing in the whole world. Cause you're like, dude, you don't even know right now what's gonna happen. Like, oh, it just oh. and you know, he's 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 nice. He, you know, he but that's the thing. Like he he takes he hang he it's a it's a country, I'm a nice guy, bless your heart kind of thing. It's it's not like a I'm gonna torture you because you know he could. And I think we needed that side of of uh Superman to be like, yeah, he could. He could do a lot of damage, but yeah, you know, and and to me, that's what I like most about um talk about newer, newer, newer superheroes like the like uh, Captain America. Um, I love that whole like it's just he won't quit. It's it's just he's all it's all principle. Um, it's, it's it's such a good it's such a good leader thing. And then of course that being in you know spoiler alert uh you know Endgame when he when he you know uh uh is able to um wield thor's Fine. hammer is the best thing in in all the mcu i think so yeah. yeah this is my biggest struggle with the like superman and captain america both good characters great foundational kind of like the traditional like uh pure american the you look at like thor you look at iron man you look at any of those strong characters the hulk how do they enter the scene they come crashing down and they make a big giant noise and you're like yes they've shown up like thor comes across the rainbow bridge and it's like the big giant burn scorch of the earth and with superman he kind of coasts down like he's dainty and he lands like a ballerina he doesn't have to. it's like because everybody else all these other guys have to come in and drop and be like hey look at what i'm gonna do but superman is just right. like hey yeah this big red ass you know what it stands for penzi <laughs> how dare you <laughs> Well, so so there is a reality to that, right? Like people that have authority don't feel like they have to flaunt. Yeah, totally, exactly. Yeah. I I get the, the premise behind it, but you know, I want my superhero character hard and strong and ready to kick some butt. Um, oh, so you want Kevin and- Bacon from Footloose? <laughs> yes, <laughs> everything will be restricted to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> well, you know, teach his own. <laughs> don't be no back baby in a corner, as they say. That was not Footloose. <laughs> no, I know it wasn't. We're just going to cross our streams everywhere we go, right? <laughs> How to totally twist references. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <For movies>. Anyway. <laughs>
Bring it back, Adam. All Bring right. it back. So we're off of Superman now because I get to pick my superhero. We and do. it's not I actually um I did as a kid, I did not read a lot of DC. Unless I got it in a grab bag of comic books, like DC was not my thing. I was much more of a Marvel kid. And um I spent a lot of time reading the X-Men. I something about that outcast, you know teenagers trying to find their way in the world while being completely different really appealed to me <clears throat> but it's really funny because the character that i love from marvel hours you played x-men children of the atom that also helped mm-hmm. that also helped playing video games with the x-men was one of my favorite things to do um but one of the things that uh the character that i think that i enjoyed the most and kind of drew me the most was actually Wolverine. And it's really funny because a couple of years ago, my kids got me one of those t-shirts from like Target. That's just a Wolverine t-shirt. And it's like gotten to the point, I still wear it. It's gotten to the point where you can almost see through the fabric. <laughs> oh boy. That would go great with your tights that you were going to let me buy. Yeah, right. It was, it was pretty thin anyway to begin with, but as I've worn it and washed it and all that stuff over the years, it's gotten thinner. And the thing that I loved about Wolverine was he was aggressive he was he was always willing to do what needed to get done to get to win to get it right but he also had like this protective like almost fatherly side to him and you really saw it in a couple of story arcs where he would like take care of somebody like jubilee who was one of the younger x-men at the time Mm. and um he kind of had a temper and he wasn't exactly like the cleanest cut he'd lived you know the story was that he'd lived generations and he'd seen a lot of bad stuff, but he still had this softer, like protective side, even though he was flawed. And there was something about his temper when I was a kid that like, was like, Oh, I can have a temper and still be a good guy. You know, you know, that kind of inspired me. And, and so to this day, I still, i still love him just cause I just think he's got a great flawed character story. That's a lot of fun to see the good side of as well. Did, did you like the whole series that covered just him alone, Wolverine, and the whole kind of backstory to his kind of development as a character? Did you follow any of that or get involved in any of that? Because for me, it kind of turned a little bit different, you know, my viewpoint a little bit. And how did it turn it? Because I've seen different portions of that story and read different sets of those comics. He's been around for a long time, so I'm not sure which ones oh. you're talking about. I'm talking about the actual Marvel movies that that whole you know or DC whatever you're talking about like Logan and stuff like that where yeah like Logan but like Logan was kind of the last one and then there was Wolverine before and I can't remember the other two in between or whatever it was but it it, like it kind of spawned off of similar how you know um, Marvel did the whole um, spinoff series they did you know just individual characters like um, uh, uh, Wolverine and um, I can't think of the other two. They escaped me in the one, but I latched onto Wolverine like yourself because he was a had a dark side, you know. But that kind of like he wanted to be human and you know always tried to live this like you know isolated but simple life that didn't involve any of his past or tried to stay clear of his past. And he always was always trying to never like the Hulk never cross over to be green, but whenever he did, it was just like always, um, you know. It never turned out well until like, you know, all the death and carnage was all done. And, you know, he realized, you know, the good somewhere and all of the the mess. Yeah. 
Yeah, I but. the movies that I've I don't know that I've seen all of the ones in between, but I've liked the ones that I've seen. I think they do a pretty good job of catching the haunted side of him. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, all of the X Men though I loved. I just, especially in the early '90s, they had some great story arcs. The Apocalypse Now stuff just loved it. But. Okay, so out of all of the rest of us, I'm the only one that actually chose a non-superhero-like. What about you guys? Do you guys have any characters that you kind of latched on that were hero-like, whether they were fictional or non-fictional in your childhood? Uh, I, uh, well, so Adam already picked MacGyver, but he would have been one of my choices. I also, yeah, oh yeah, true. I always also really loved G.I. Joe. Like, Which one? And more the... Car- cartoon i liked the cartoon series that oh, they had yeah joe there's like 2500 of them yeah uh what was your fa- favorite oh i don't know i guess snake eyes yeah interesting like why because again because you go ahead badass yeah yeah no badass yeah yeah they were just they were fun to watch they had good I actually loved the lessons at the end. I always learned something watching those cartoons, but you know, Snake Eyes was just yeah, he was just was awesome. A bad shot. <laughs> I know, right? No matter what, they no learned from really the stormtroopers. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. reminds me of all the stormtrooper memes that have been flying around the past couple months. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but. so what about you, Paul? Yeah, that's a. Good question. I'll tell you my my first the first one that I ever um, was a fan of was Mighty Mouse when I was a kid. Like that was my first superhero, and so I'm sure that I, uh, you know, I was you know, it it was a done deal that I was going to be a fan of Superman. But I just remember like that was my. um, In fact, my aunt just told me the story the other day. She was like, I guess I was really really young. Her card broken down. And, you know, she opened the hood. We were both looking inside of the, the engine, inside of the engine. And I turned to her and I said, Auntie Di, I wish Mighty Mouse was here. I bet he could fix it for us. And she was like, yeah, <laughs> I think so too. So you can see my, uh, you know, where I was in real, realism. Uh, to this day, always opens up his hood with his flowing out. I call him, for, it's, Mighty, it's Mouse. Mighty Mouse and then AAA. Like, because... I just, you never know. You, 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 you never, you never know. You never know. I wonder if I can um, find a set of jumper cables to have a Mighty Mouse color theme. Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, kid? Yeah. So Mighty Mouse. Interesting. Yeah. Like, it was, it just, did you like Mighty, I'm trying to remember Mighty Mouse. No, that, I'm getting that mixed up with the cat that he always used to chase around. What did he always do? In the I can never remember. Are you sure you're not talking about Tom and Jerry? I know. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm kind of thinking, paralleling I'll that. tell you yeah, what else, so. what else I was a huge fan. Maybe, maybe this is more that, that alley, but Voltron. Um, oh, yeah. And it's just, it was, I think it was the camaraderie and like, I would always be like, oh, which, which like cat would I like? Like which, which color would I like to, you know, which, which one? And I just, um, 
you know, I mean, it was the same story. Like one cat would get one, somebody would get captured. They wouldn't be able to form Voltron. And then they would find that person. They would Four form Voltron. And legs. Exactly. At the very end, because you can't do it too early. And then they'd always wait until the very end and be like, Hey, you know what? Oh yeah. We have a sword. We can, we can, we can form and cut this guy in half. Hey right. guys, form blazing sword and cut him in half. Like it, if if they ever could just do that, like at the first, like as soon as the like, bad guy comes in, they're like, "Hey, just you know what? None of this. We have, we all have stuff to do later on. We have to go food shop, and we're kind of busy. Let's just form Voltron right now. Form the sword, cut the guy in half, and call it a day. It'd be like a two minute show." Yeah, when I, when I think well, they, they could, like you said. I said, when I think of your Mighty Mouse, all I can think of is Andy Kaufman when he's saying, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> But like you, in that whole scenario, Paul, you were describing, it was like they could never like that's the the initial basis of how Bluetooth was built. <laughs> it's literally if they go past thirty yards or thirty feet, they no longer can you know make connectivity. <laughs> <Yeah. literally>. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, yeah, that's really good. We must yeah. watch for the green lion. We're like, hey, wait a minute. There's a polka dot lion in my Bluetooth. I don't know who this is. Just just forget it, man. Just forget it. Just repair it. Sometimes you just have to repair it. It's all good. It's all good. Hold on. Wait a minute. Stop the game. We can't do anything. No more killing until I get repaired. We're Yeah. You know what I you know all right, what one more and then we can we can move on. Quantum leap. You like that show, huh? What? Yeah, I love that show. And he, I mean, he he's kind of super, super human, super powerish. Like he moved from time to time trying to help other people. And that that's, you know, some hero aspect to that, right? Oh, Luke Duke. Oh, now you, yeah, now you're talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. From the I 80s, did, not I, from the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my right. gosh. Yeah, right. I still haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I, holy crap. They had like 30 episodes. I don't remember ever seeing one of them. Of what? <laughs> Quantum Leap. I'm they like, more I am DB. 30 is well, just one what's... season. Yeah, sorry. I can't do math. Yeah, so they, okay. So they ran 1989 to 93. They ran four years. years. There's 97 episodes. What? And now he's on NCIS New Orleans. Oh, this guy. This is like kind of this, like a like a parallel to great, you know, American hero because he didn't want to be stuck in this, right? He didn't want to time travel, or he didn't know how to do this, or no, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, the reality is he basically travels from time to time, and he, whenever he appears, you still see him as him, but everybody else sees him as whoever he's supposed to be in that time period. All right. So, oh, did you never watch it? Really. I never watched it. Seriously, like you should go back and watch it. it. it Heather loves this show, by the way. Yeah, it's really good. It, I mean, it definitely was right around the same generation. It was like the Hulk, yeah. Knight Rider. We didn't talk about Knight Rider. I mean, God uh, forbid, yeah. none of us ever were right. Car. I mean, we all want a kit. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> forget, uh, forget Diesel Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah, and then my my Diesel Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> I had something in my mouth and I said, David has a lot. Can you like can my T-shirt idea. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's a good merch idea, by the way, Eric. The Mighty Mouse colored yeah, jumper cables. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to produce but a bunch of those. Them. Them we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I've already bought really? them in my head. Just ship them. Just send them out when they're ready. <laughs> done and done. 
All right. Of China. So the natural Very, outgrowth yeah. of this is what superpower would you want and why? Well, we all know what my superpower was because I've been very vocal, at least off off show, about what I was always looking to have, and and primarily for all the wrong reasons, is it's just invincibility, uh, uh, invisibility, not invincibility. <laughs> They're very different things, Eric. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Very true. Very true. Yeah, like, I, can be very, you I could, can shoot me all you want. I just want to be invisible. I don't care. <laughs> that, like exclusive and inclusive. I thought they were the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. No. I, in invisibility is what I've always wanted, and like to be able to. You know, just have it for all the wrong reasons. And what are those wrong Especially reasons, if, Eric? So you can uh, basically be peeping Tom. You know, you're married, right? Get like, get into a teenager's mind, <laughs> you know, 18, 19, and put invisibility as a superpower, and you've got a, you know, very bad cocktail mix <laughs> of some things that, uh, you know, could get into some serious trouble. Man, sure you know, I, yeah. I, I'm very, I very clearly want people to know that I'm there. Because I don't want them talking about things they wouldn't talk about if I wasn't there. That would be while I'm there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I get. Yeah, I mean, I get so. you. I can see what the charm would be. I just, man, that's a that's a side <laughs> of people I don't necessarily want to see. Yeah. I, I guess. Oh man, but I get it. I primarily the primarily would come out of like growing up. You know, you always had that as you're developing your career. You're like, oh man, they've asked me to leave the room to obviously talk about what I've discussed with them. I want to know what they talked about. I want to have that invisibility to be able to sit in the room and hear what they actually had to say, whether it was good, bad, or ugly. Um, but yeah, that that was primarily where it would come from on the good side of things. But you know, <laughs> every other boyhood dream, you know, all of those places that I wanted to sneak in and not have to deal with, you know, identification or you know, being able to be a fly on the wall in all the wrong, you know, areas of my life. Yep, that that'd be where you know my top priority of um, having a superpower. That's such a superpower. That's Actually, cool. is there a, like, I'm trying to think. No, there is a couple of superheroes that do have that, oh, yeah. but they don't use it like their primary. Yeah. I think invisibility is one of those hard superhero powers. Cause it's so easy to turn it to evil. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't happen very often that a good guy has invisibility, but if they do, they use it to sneak into someplace. Usually. Right. It's like a spying type yeah. technique. But I yeah. get you. Best pen tester ever. Yep. Right. The best pen <laughs> tester right. ever. Yeah. How'd you get in there? Paul's I like, I was going to say right. invisibility too, but only because it helps my career. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> no social engineering Again, necessary. Per- <laughs> for personal profit. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We all can't be invisible. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't want it for the same reasons that you, <laughs> you I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, not. yeah. I would not <laughs> trust myself. Exactly. I know. Although I get bored of it pretty quickly, I'm sure um, after a while I'll be like. So, so this is one of those things that I've, you know, when you have that like spare time in your brain, like this is one of those things I go back and forth all the time, and I I just feel like if this ever actually happened, I would think about it for months and then go, you know what? It's flight. It's always flight. It's always going to be flight. I can think about other things, invincibility, um, uh, be able to jump long distances, be able to like incredible strength, but it's always going to be flight. There's just you know, it would like, I would, I would want, I would be like, okay, let's do like, I would regret everything else. I would regret not getting flight. So I'd be like, all right, I'm going to be, um, I want, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, c- crazy strength. I want to be, you know, really, really strong. And then I would see one person flying above my head and I'd be like, 
gosh dang it i should have done that <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to, let's trade you know so it's yeah it's always going to be flight for me there's there's just yeah but do you, do you want flight to be able to like fly like superman does like he can go outside the atmosphere with any problem or just flight like i can go from here to europe in an hour uh, I, I mean, yes. Okay. I, I'm not going to turn either of those down. Um, well, if you can have either or. Well, right, I, you know. I think the flight into the atmosphere requires some other superpowers. So you'd have to like, also like be able to not have to breathe or, you know, or be, be an alien, be an alien or, or, or something. Right. So like, if it's just, Hey, you know, fly at 30,000 feet to, you know, um, hopefully it would be quick. It wouldn't be like, yeah, you can fly, but only at two miles an hour or something like, which would be lame <laughs> and only like five feet off the ground. You know? It's like, you're an old, you're an you old man up. flyer. Seriously. You can only drive like a Sunday driver, 15 <laughs> yeah, miles an hour exactly. and your hazard lights have to be on the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You gotta be like that, uh, where Tony Stark puts in the, um, mode for Spider-Man where he, you know, can't use all of oh his extra gosh, superpowers. The best. Yeah. You get the, yeah. You get the low fly, yeah. you know, 35 feet or less yeah that's great that's great. <laughs> uh, pretty funny yeah flight is pretty cool i would want it to be outside the atmosphere though if i were going to pick that one because i don't want to stop here yeah. i want to go other places i would combine, i combine that with invisibility you know that would be probably flying a, invisible you know. person you'd pretty much be dead you'd run into an airplane and that would be it <laughs> maybe or i'd be just like the stealth bomber you know pretty much you know hey he doesn't show up on radar stealth bomber in the lady's bathroom i mean i don't understand because, like, how many times does Iron Man fly and the, you know, military goes, what's that little blip on the radar? And they don't know it's Iron Man because they don't have an ID for him. You know, that type of thing. Let's shoot him out of the air. So that'd be Paul's luck. The first time he flies, he gets <laughs> shot down because they think he's an enemy jet. <laughs> yeah. And then if you have, uh, if you have invinci- not invisibility, invisibility and you could fly, they'd be like, all right, go bomb them. You, you have to, like, hold on to the bomb. And so it would just be a bomb <laughs> flying through the air. They'd be like, you know, why don't we just like shoot them with our long range missile? Like, wouldn't that be easier? <laughs> no, it won't be easier. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yes, that would be horrible. But anyway, all right. So, so flying, invisibility. What do we got, Mr. Roman Archer, Adam? Go ahead, Adam. Um, I think I would go with with uh, Flash's ability to, to run fast. Because then I could save on gas. <laughs> really? That's all you want that for? <laughs> Just to save gas? What about the part where he vibrates through materials or yeah. traveling yeah. back yeah. in time? Or... Bending time, yeah. yeah. Or, or uh, if I have to get home quickly for some reason, I could just run home. <laughs> He's like, or if I, I forgot, go I'm at a friend's house and I forgot something, I can go back and get it without... You better get a better job so you can pay for the grocery bills because he eats a lot of food, that guy. <laughs> Duh. I guess and you could do it by beer, fat. though. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Go ahead. But you have to drink a lot of beer very quickly, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, because nothing he does, Flash doesn't do anything slow. I Like I, every Flash, at least the Flash series I watched, he was like, he always does everything super fast. Mm-hmm. Read the book. <laughs> Type on the computer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I hadn't considered that. That's a that you could get a lot more done. Uh, yeah. Type A in the flash. Type A. I know, right? I know, right. Rival me by like leaps and bounds. He would yeah. clean cut yeah. his yard in like half a day. <laughs> half a day. He done it like in fifteen minutes. He'd be like, okay, next project. Well, he's got to split the <laughs> logs too. I mean, he can't just oh, cut the trees down. He's got to do something with chainsaw with, with the chainsaw. Well, you can't speed I mean, up the chainsaw, but you can do all the other right. stuff pretty quick. 
Okay, if Flash can cut through things and vibrate. I wouldn't and, even need a chainsaw. Know, just use a chainsaw. He wouldn't need a chainsaw. He'd just like clear cut the wood, stack it, and have it all done in 10 minutes. And we'd be like, uh, it would be great when you were a kid, though. I'm sure anytime dad gave you a chore, it'd be like, Adam, get it done. Oh, wait, done. Well, and, and <laughs> if he flipped his dad off, he could do it fast enough that your dad wouldn't see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> be like, I didn't see anything. What are you talking about? I like how the fa- I, I like how the fatherhood is coming out in the podcast, and with with Adam going, you know what I'd use my 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 superpower speed speed for to to cut more wood. That's that's what I'd use it for <laughs> to get things done to mow the lawn. That's really what I want to do. <laughs> so let me just say, yeah, right. if there's anybody out there that can give uh superpowers don't give them to us we would just waste them especially you know what don't give them the fight especially like, don't give them that is a bad idea but you never know oh come on paul where what would you do with your flying you'd be what i'm going on vacation <laughs> like i'm not gonna pay for this fight <laughs> oh man it's like uh i'd go to i'd go to ireland for a guinness <laughs> well, if you had super speed, that, you could run right across the ocean. You could do that too. Hi, <laughs> guys. Paul will meet you there. I, I'll just, you know, take the next flight. It'll be there in about like six and hours. And you won't even have to pay for a seat because you'll be invisible. Exactly right. <laughs> just walk I'll on. Cargo. That's right. It'd be like sitting in the chair. You're sitting on me. Who said that? You're sitting on me. <laughs> anyway, all right. Enough of like the ridiculousness. <laughs> I think you know. I, I I actually love your your guys' selections for super superpowers, but I, you know, I keep coming back to the one that I want is the ability to teleport. And I want the ability to teleport not just for myself, but for anybody I'm touching, because I want to be able to do things like, like you joke, Eric. I want to be able to go on vacation wherever I want to go and not have yeah. to spend days getting there. Right. Um. But I also like you know, from the purely missionary side of my life, right? I could take people into China with, or take Bibles into China. I could do like, you know, like all of those dangerous missionary things just disappear and reappear in another place and then come back or, you know, just kind of have fun. I I think it'd be Um, a lot of, very interesting. I have to ask, which method of teleportation? Are we talking like the Harry Potter key, like they get whipped from one place to another? Or are we talking about like the Star Trek where you just fizzle into little bits and bites and get transported somewhere else? I, I was thinking more like Nightcrawler where he walks through an alternate dimension for a period of time. The problem is... Oh, I, so you get a okay. Yeah, Nightcrawler, the only problem is Nightcrawler can't go long, long distances. Right, right. So I want something where, that allows that yeah. kind of power but gives me long distances. Right. See... My luck is I think you would be like, you ever see the movie Jumpers? Yes. <laughs> so that movie is like perfect, like 1.0 teleportation because whenever they jump, they don't know where they're jumping to. They kind of just <laughs> appear somewhere else. And that'd be Eric's like, he'd start, he'd start in his living room and take his first jump and he'd land in his bedroom. They'd <laughs> be like, how the hell I get here? As long as I didn't materialize back. inside my bed, I'd be okay. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, or you know, or you, you 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 take a jump and you land like you know somewhere in some neighborhood, you know, house that you don't know in their bathroom. It's like not a place I want to kind of be landing and have to figure out how to get out of it. Yeah, but yeah, that'd be cool. That's a good one. So you want to be able to take anybody with you? I do. Any group, like an individual have, or a group, like in, like you know, I fifteen, th- twenty, a bus. <laughs> Yeah, I think 15 like, to 20 would probably be fine. 
I'd have to practice to get much beyond that, I think. Um, uh, do you have like any meme? Because I get emotions like this. <laughs> I put a lot of thought in this. Can't you tell, Paul? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So, so think about this, right? As a youth pastor, you know, when we're actually doing stuff and there's no COVID and we're able to do like youth retreats and stuff, that's like six hours each way that I don't have to take to get on to right. the youth retreat. You know, yeah. um, I have a family of right. six in that I live with taking them someplace, you know, and their friends, you know, we drove 20 hours to Florida in August and July. So imagine saving that time, right? This is exactly around what just Paul said five minutes ago about focused on a dad's podcast yeah. because it's exactly yeah. a dad thing. He's like, how can I and Every not time he drives in... to Florida, he's like, oh, south of the border, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're right. I would stop there on the way, Adam, even if I was teleporting. <laughs> He's like, how can I not spend 20 hours in a car with my family again? That's basically my goal. We're going right to go to, you know, this world's hey, to smallest. Be fair, uh, I started you know, with uh, mission trips. Okay, guys. I started yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. You would just over, right? You, you, yeah, so, from your wife, like, why don't you use your superpower for good? I do want to teleport to Mars when we get a base out there. Because um, I can't get Heather to go with me to Mars, but if I teleported there, I could get there quick visit see everything and come back I, you'd have to be at the you height know. of your uh teleportation powers that's that's kind of a long way yeah it's millions well, of miles. Me. yes yeah. exactly and let, let me remind you if the government got wind of the fact that you had teleportation powers to be able to put a place on mars you would be the one putting the place on mars because they were like it would cost way too much to be able to ship that stuff back and forth to be able to get it set up so you could just teleport there in two minutes if i had the power to teleport i'd start my own ipo <laughs> <laughs> what would it be called? <laughs> Elevators are us. Get you there. <laughs> Get you there. G-I-T. How do you... <laughs> in time. You're like the courier service on steroids. <laughs> we get your package in less than two minutes or it's free. <laughs> right now, Mars is about 34 million miles away. Oh my gosh. You really think about going to Mars? <laughs> He's been thinking about Mars and for a I long mean, it's time, like six Adam. Months by, um, is it six months? Yeah, it's, by, it's, um, nine, it's nine months at the closest approach, but it doesn't get wow. that. It only does that close approach every three years. It's funny oh to talk about that. It's like, what are the... Uh, it's just, I, I can't fathom it. Because every space show yeah. you see, you're like, oh, cryogenics, everyone go to sleep. There you go, yeah. there you are. Like, they have right. to get these people. What do you do for nine months on a ship? <laughs> yeah. John uh, well, and the real problem God, is every time, they put them, every time they put them into cryogenics, something bad happens. Seriously. Like the oh. aliens land on the ship, somebody kills everybody <laughs> off. Like it's never somebody wakes up and somebody wakes up and realizes that the other guy ate all the food that they were supposed to eat over those nine months. The artificial intelligence yeah. kills them all. There's an alien on the ship. Like it just yeah, it never ends well. So funny. Well, like and you know, you you, you guys all saw Mars with um not Ben Affleck, but Damn. um Matt Damon in it. Like uh, that whole oh, thing. I've seen that one. The Martian. Was it Martian? Well, the Martian. Martian. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Great movie, but very sad. Like, like that's like a reality check of exactly what we're talking about. It's like, it's the opposite of being able uh, to miss the bus to catch, yeah. <laughs> to go back home 
for nine months. They have to turn the ship around and go back the other way to go pick his ass up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, we're going to let him rot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> nine months. The book is really time. good. Not to be that guy, but the book is, as usual, clearly yeah. outpaces the movie. And it's a quick read. Um, but yeah, it's, Only it's a, pages. that's really good. Does that picture? Did they have pictures? No. <laughs> Only on the cover, Eric. Only on the cover. <laughs> that's, uh, that is so, sorry to sidebar here, but that whenever someone says, oh, it's a quick read, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Is it a picture book? Is that why it's a quick read? <laughs> you know, just a ponder. <laughs> Since we're getting deep here. <laughs> I love the fact that I, I don't think I've ever spent a whole lot of time, you know, with my empty time in my head thinking about what superpower and, and superhero I'd want. But I love the fact that Paul and Eric have both pondered this and gotten to very, like, deep levels of, like, how they would use it for both good and evil <laughs> and then weight the consequences. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure that I have a clear decision because I know it would take me a long time. So, like, when, when if and when this presents itself, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, like, be like, you know, have something. I don't know. I don't know what would be a silly superpower. Like, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what superhero shows you've been watching, but I don't remember any of them ever like having the opportunity where the they're presented with their gifts yeah. and like, hey, I'm gonna hold that, put a pin in it. I'll come back to it in a week or two. Can well, I give you an answer I mean. later? You're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to answer right away, and I don't want to, you know, freak out and be like, uh, I don't know, shape shifting, and oh, I should have done flight. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's funny that nobody picked as a superpower create Twinkies out of the air. Oh, be so fat. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it better be. Actually, you know, it'd be a great superhero. Would be like incredible metabolism. Like, I don't even need to do anything with it. Just be able to eat whatever I want, whatever I want to. It'd be fantastic. Adam and I had that. Like it, for it wouldn't help we anybody, were... right? It wouldn't be very altruistic. It would help but... me. It help me. Exactly. <laughs> Let me eat all your food. What are you doing here? I heard you guys were gonna have a buffet after the after the burglary. I thought you'll be a more hour. You go home now. Right. <laughs> all you can eat, right? You keep telling me it's all I can yeah. eat. I just want to tell you, hey, that's all I can eat. Yeah. No, I. It's kind of funny. It's like I don't think weight would be like. What would you like? What would be your target weight if you were the person who could never gain weight? Like, what would like your your ultimate your ultimate weight would be? Like, you'd be like. I'm comfortable at 285 when you should be really like 165, you know, and you can eat everything like, you know, that, that'd be too much pondering. And that once again, parallels the whole idea that, you know, I just don't use that part of my brain in a, in an area of my life to be, you know, consider, um, you know, filling that place with that type of stuff. And does it matter but, what you weigh if you're invisible? I mean, True. Well, well, you know, apparently, <laughs> what is an optimum weight when you're invisible? Well, there's <laughs> there's still some mass there, so you take, you know, you take take something up, even if you're yeah. there. You'd want to be there's light enough mass. that you don't hurt your bones, that you don't hurt your right. joints and stuff. But I don't know. I won't. <laughs> Again, my my head can't comprehend. The... I need facts. I need concrete. <laughs> This is completely right theoretical. Well, this is not applied. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Know. This is all based in reality. I don't know what your, what your problem is. We've been keeping it pretty like, Paul, on Watch, I'm going to teleport. Paul's like, you know, he's like, I, I would be able to do Mach 5, no problem, you know, until I have to worry about my terminal velocity reaching, you know, if I was 185 versus 195 at this age. And, you know, are my bones brittle enough? Like, I know Paul's already gone through all those calculations. I can't do that when I'm invisible. So this is the funny <laughs> thing about about Paul's I, Paul's goal. He didn't say anything about landing. He only wants to be able to fly. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's like the... Uh... Where's the lake? Where's the lake? 
the greatest American hero, right? He could only take off, but his yeah. legs were always rough. That's right. Never figured that. Uh, Never figured that. Uh, uh, so sorry good. about your car. This is such a fun, fun, fun conversation. Mm. Well, guys, thanks Very a lot. Cool. Uh, hopefully, you got some entertainment out of this. Uh, as our listeners, we we enjoy having these conversations, even though sometimes they seem a little silly. We enjoy. It's a great way to get to know each other, and um, we'd love for you to provide comments on our Facebook page about what your favorite superhero was growing up or is now, and what your favorite superpower would be and why. Uh, also, just let us know if you have any great ideas about what you want to hear us talk and about. Thanks for listening to the Forefathers Podcast, where we talk about faith, fatherhood, and other F-words. If you want to learn more, head over to our website at the number 4 fatherspodcast.com. If you'd like to help our show, make sure you give us a review on iTunes or in the podcast app of your choice. Those reviews help others find our show. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send those to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com.